You are listening to the Yoga Boss Podcast, episode number one. Welcome to Yoga Boss, the only podcast for ambitious yoga teachers who know the real value of yoga, where life coach and yoga teacher Jackie Skinner teaches you how to rewire your brain to confidently leap from employee to yoga entrepreneur. Are you ready to build the business of your dreams? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, y'all. I am so excited that you are here. Welcome to Yoga Boss. This is the launch of this podcast, and today we're going to get right down to work. We're going to dive into the one tool that I learned that changed absolutely everything. But before that, like, why are we here? What is this about? So Yoga Boss is a podcast about leaving behind the desk life, of confidently leaping from employee to yoga entrepreneur. I am going to share with you exactly how I did that, how I finally made the jump, built a career teaching yoga, and quadrupled my income. I do want to share a little bit about me, and I know that you're going to learn so much about me as the podcast continues. You are going to hear a ton of my story. I know we're all human, right? So sharing our personal experiences, sharing what's happened for us helps me and I know it will help you. Rumi calls it the open secret that if we were to actually sit down with each other and have a vulnerable, authentic conversation, we would realize that we're kind of all going through the same thing, just in a different flavor. So trust me, I will share. This is one of the reasons that my clients love to work with me. I am so honest. I am confident and I am authentic. I am going to get vulnerable. I'm going to lay it all on the table so that we can all grow. I had to learn how to become a better business leader. I had to learn how to think at a higher level. I had to learn how to master confidence so I could build my yoga business. That is all stuff I will share with you. I learned the hard way, so maybe you can learn it just a little bit easier than what I did. We are not alone. We are all in this together. Today, though, I was thinking, like, I want to give you something that you can actually use today that can make an impact today in your business. So I thought back to my first full year as a yoga teacher. I finally quit my corporate job and I had transitioned to teaching. That year, I made $15,000 total. And I remember just hustling and wishing and wanting this business to take off, but not knowing where and how to start. So you might be in the same place. Maybe you've gotten certified, you have taught a few classes, but a few months later, could be years later, you've made a lot less money than you thought you would. I've been there. Maybe though, you are actually listening to this podcast on the way to work, on the way to the job that you know that you want to quit, and you're still stuck in doubt and pretty convinced that it's just not possible for you to make a living as a yoga teacher. I've also been there. So no matter where you are, You are now in the exact right place. 
you belong here. Today, I'm going to teach you the one tool that no matter where you are, you can put into practice. You can use it today. Once I learned this one tool, it really did change all from there. I went from teaching lots and lots of drop-in classes. I drove 40,000 miles in one year to different studios to living in my dream apartment. It had a view of the water in Charleston. I drove my dream car. It was a white mini Cooper Countryman. And I lived a balanced life. I didn't work Saturdays and Sundays. So there I was living my dream business, living my dream life, having hustled and tried to make it work for so many years before. So here's what I want you to know. Your yoga business can grow in such a short amount of time. You don't have to struggle as a yoga teacher. You can actually make the money that you want to make, inspire your students, and relax on the weekends. I know, I know. Seems too good to be true, but I'm going to teach you exactly how to do just that. The only thing I need from you, though, is to be willing to unlearn that you are a struggling yoga teacher in the low-paying industry. Let's unlearn those beliefs that we've been taught so that we can actually make the pivot to a really powerful, empowered place to build a business that is thriving. I know right now some of you just don't believe me. And I also know that there's some of you who desperately want to believe me, but you're just not quite sure how. This is totally normal. We are all taught the same thing, that it's incredibly hard to make it as a yoga teacher. It might not even be possible. You definitely need your 500-hour certification, and you need loads of experience, like 10,000 teaching hours. And hell, it probably wouldn't hurt if you were Instagram famous as well, right? That seems impossible. That's what we've been taught, but none of that is true. And I am going to show you why. So let's do it. This is the one tool that has made all the difference, not only in my business, but also in my life. I learned it from one of my mentors, Brooke Castillo. She calls it the model. The model and I really connected because I think it is a perfect balance between East and West. It took everything that I was trying to do when I was manifesting and creating vision boards and dreaming all the woo things and then balanced it with what I needed here in the West of how to put this into action, how to make it logical and usable. The model has five different parts that all interact with each other. So I want you to think of it like a math equation, except without the numbers. The first part of the equation, the first part of the model, is what we call circumstances. Circumstances are everything that we cannot control. It is everything outside of us in our external world. So it could be the weather outside. It could be other people. Even though we try to control them, we cannot. It could be your past. We can't go back and change that. Circumstances could also include the exact amount of money that you've made teaching yoga. 
or the number of classes that you have or the number of students in your classes. All of those things are circumstances. Again, circumstances are the only thing in our lives that we cannot control. You can kind of think of them as like the facts. That's circumstance. The rest of the model includes your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and the results that you have. Great news. All of these things are within our control. This isn't new news. It is exactly what yoga has been teaching for thousands of years, right? If you dive into the Yoga Sutras, and the first part of the Yoga Sutras, it says yoga is the practice of ceasing the fluctuations of your mind, calming the fluctuations of your mind. I like to think of it as going from a really kind of rocky ocean water to a very still, calm, peaceful water. That is the practice of yoga. That is why we are here. We tend to forget this in our modern day yoga classes, right? With the music bumping. Sometimes you add in weights. Sometimes you add in goats. (laughs) Like there's so many things that draw us away from the real deep practice of yoga, ceasing the fluctuations of your mind to be in the now. We even tend to forget this when we step up from our meditation cushion. We go back into our lives and we just let our mind chatter. We often think that either absolutely everything is in our control, including other people and what they say and how they think, or we think nothing is in our control. This can never be. It is always that circumstances are outside of our control, but everything else is within our control. Everything in our present moment, our present experience is within our control. What we think, what we choose to think is totally within our control. Okay, so why does this matter? Most of us spend our lives just reacting to the thoughts that we're having, to letting the fluctuations of our mind determine our day-to-day life. But here's the thing. Our thoughts create our feelings. Everything that we do in our lives is because we think we will either feel a certain way once we get it or we'll avoid feeling something. So it's either to get a feeling or to avoid a feeling. For example, you probably think that you want to get your 500-hour certification because you think you'll feel more confident once you do. So if you know that you're going to go after certain things in your life because you want to feel some way, and now you know your thoughts create your feelings, it kind of matters what's going on in your head. It kind of matters what you're thinking. The problem is, though, no one teaches us this. As we grow up, no one sits us down and teaches us how our mind works, how life really works. But we know a lot about parallelograms and the mitochondria. We don't know how our brain works, though, how life works. So when a lot of us find yoga, this is the first time we hear about calming our mind, about finding the seat of the observer. And we get sometimes wrapped up in the physical practice for our bodies. 
no one teaches you exactly how to question the thoughts that you've noticed, figure out if they're serving you or not, and even replace them when they aren't. So this is big. Your thoughts create your feelings. We can learn how to think on purpose to create the feelings that we want. We can learn how to cease the fluctuation of our mind. Our feelings are also so important because they drive all of our actions. They are the fuel for our actions. Think of it just as the fuel that you put into your car. Your feelings are the fuel that you put into your body to either take action or not take action. So why are you not? quitting your corporate job to teach yoga. It's because of the way that you feel. Why are you scraping by, struggling to make ends meet as a yoga teacher? It's because of the way that you feel. Then, of course, what you do or what you don't do will give you the results that you have in your life. So your feelings will either drive you to take action or lead you to take no action, and those actions create your results. Let's summarize this very clean and simple tool. There are things outside of your control, those things we call circumstances. The thoughts you have about those circumstances determines the way that you feel. How you feel will either inspire you to act or leave you doing nothing. How you act, what you do or what you don't do, will always give you the result that you have. Okay, let's pause. This is the formula for practicing the mental aspect of yoga. It is the tool that you can use to take your meditation off of your cushion and have it create results in your business and in your life. It is how you will overcome thinking the thought that you can't make money as a yoga teacher. This breaks down manifesting. It teaches you how to get the results that you want to have without the guesswork. It's 100% accurate 100% of the time. As yoga teachers, we actually have a leg up. We already know how to watch our minds. We have been taught to meditate. We have been taught to witness our minds as we sweat it out in revolved crescent, right? We have been taught to witness our minds as we sit and we meditate. We already know how to be the witness, how to be the observer, and that is the first step. That skill takes practice, and we can always all get better at it. We have around 60,000 to 90,000 thoughts per day. When you just let your mind wander with all of those thoughts, the yogis have already named this, it acts like a drunk monkey. It will wander around, probably creating a bit of chaos. When you notice the thoughts in your mind, When you turn on that awareness, you'll start to see exactly why you have the result that you have. It is astounding how many negative thoughts we have. 
it's kind of like when you turn on the light in a really dirty closet for the first time in a long time, you might be a little bit shocked how many negative thoughts are hiding in that closet, hiding in your mind. It may be thinking old thoughts from childhood. It could be on a negative spin cycle. Your brain will think that it's just reporting the news to you, but truly a lot of the news reporting it's doing is fake news. It's just negative thoughts. Who knows how long our minds have been that drunk monkey running around totally unsupervised. When you start to notice the thoughts that you're having and realize that maybe you have never directed them on purpose, you'll see that you have denied yourself some of your own power. You have been denied of your own power. Letting your mind run rampant denies you of all your ability to change, to create on purpose, and to build the business that you want. So let's dive into an example to really break this down. I had a client who really wanted to start teaching private clients. It was her goal to make a great living teaching yoga, and it was important to her that she started making offers to teach those private clients. And she just could not get herself to make the offer. She wrote out the offer that she wanted to say. She practiced saying it. She knew exactly when she was going to say it. And then time came, people would be in front of her, and she would just breeze right on by. No offer. As soon as it came time to make an offer, she wouldn't do it. Okay. If you're like, whoa, 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 what's making an offer? Let me tell you, we're going to have an episode totally just on making offers. We're going to dive into that, but just very basics is inviting people to work with you. That's all. So back to the client. I asked her to remember that her thoughts drive her feelings, which causes her to act or not act, which is giving her her results. So I asked her, What do you do right before you don't make an offer? She thought about it and she said, right before I don't make an offer, I just feel really awkward. So I said, okay, what are you thinking that is causing feeling of awkward? Remember, our thoughts cause our feelings. I knew she was feeling awkward and that was creating this inaction to make offers and the inability to create the result of private clients. So I just needed to find out the thought that was creating the feeling of awkward. What we found out was that she was thinking, I just need to know more before I can be a good yoga teacher. This is so common, right? I just need to know more. Take another training. Do something else. She was telling herself that she needed more experience. She needed more training. She needed more time teaching before she could be a successful yoga teacher. And so there was a part of her that didn't truly even want to make offers yet, which of course caused her to feel awkward and drove her to not say anything at all. Now, when I have clients discover thoughts like this, They immediately go to, okay, well, how do I fix it? How do I change it? 
typically, when we notice a thorn in our ass, our instinct is just to pull it out immediately, right? That's the thought that you've noticed that you want to take out, change, and switch. But there is a space to pause here. It is best just for a moment to understand what's going on with a hell lot of compassion. A hell lot. I don't know what that means. I just mean a ton of compassion. So much of our lives, we've spent beating ourselves up. And this isn't what creates change. Instead of beating yourself up or blaming or shaming yourself to try and take action, there is a better way. Just imagine if a yoga student came to you and they said, I feel awkward in class. Wouldn't your first response be like, okay, tell me more. Why? What's going on? Offer that same compassion to yourself. Build a relationship with yourself so that you know that you have your own back. To fully understand what's going on in your mind. To fully understand every single thought. It requires a lot of patience with yourself. You have to be willing to watch your thought patterns with compassion and a willingness to understand. And it is imperative that you understand with curiosity why you do what you do or why you aren't doing what you want to be doing. This is the first step to building the business that you want. If you can really start to understand yourself, then you have opened the door to change. Then you can take the first step of building your yoga career. When my client did this, we were able to see that, of course, she was thinking this thought. She had been taught that only teachers with loads of experience were able to make money, that you have to have all of the best knowledge in order to make money. You have to be the best yoga teacher to make a living. Makes it really hard to make a living as a yoga teacher thinking that. When she was able to connect with herself and understand why she was thinking, she then had a choice to decide if she wanted to change the thought or not. You must understand yourself before you change yourself. You must be in a place of compassion, understanding, and love to make change and ignite your yoga business. Otherwise, any forced change won't last. That's willpower. That's not what we want to use. So our minds love to repeat themselves. Our brains love to look for patterns and then repeat those patterns to be as efficient and effective as possible. When you think a thought, your brain, your neural networks fire and they create these connections that grow stronger and stronger every single time you think that thought again. So your brain immediately goes to repeating the same thoughts again and again just because it's easy and it's made that way. This is part of being human. We're going to dive more into that in future episodes, but I just want you to understand that notice the patterns in your brain. Your brain is going to want to repeat patterns of either making offers, taking action, not taking action. And from understanding, you can start to shift away from those old thought patterns. Okay, let me give you another example from my experience. 
I was working full time at a very large corporation and I was teaching yoga on the side as much as I could. I knew it's what I wanted to do, but I was just too afraid to leave the salary and the benefits that I had. So I kept staying month after month in my corporate job. And I just asked myself, why? Like, why am I not making the leap from employee to entrepreneur, even though I knew it was exactly what I wanted to be doing? The answer was just the thought that I was thinking. The thought, it's not possible to make a living as a yoga teacher. And every time that sentence ran through my brain, I just felt defeated. And then from feeling defeated, of course, I didn't go out and quit my job and try and conquer the yoga world. Instead, I looked at all the bills I had to pay. I looked at grad school. I spent a ton of time on social media comparing myself. I looked at so many yoga teachers' websites and tried to see like what they had that I had that I didn't have. And I stayed at my corporate company. Until I was able to see that thought, I was stuck. When I was able to actually look at that thought with compassion and try to understand it, it made a ton of sense. It was what I had been taught my whole life. I finally gave myself permission to question that thought. What if it were possible? What would I do? How would I show up every single day? Who would I reach out to? And as I asked myself those questions, it became possible. So if you find yourself not making the money that you want to make as a yoga teacher, ask yourself why. Notice what thoughts you have been thinking. Search for what's circumstance, what's actually fact, and what's thought. If you notice yourself stuck in your corporate job, wanting to leap from employee to entrepreneur, same question, you guys. Why? What's going on? The first step is awareness of the thoughts in your mind. Then, with compassion and grace and love, try to understand them. From a place of understanding, choose if you want to change those thoughts or not. Every action in your life is because of a feeling. And every feeling in your life is because of a thought. So step one is to become aware of your thoughts. To ask yourself why you aren't leaping from employee to entrepreneur or why you aren't making money. And the answer that you will find will always be a thought. This is the best way to get to know what's going on inside your mind, to start to calm the waters of your mind and start to build your success as a yoga teacher. With curiosity, get to know what are you thinking now? How are you feeling? What kind of action does that make you take or not take? And what are your results that you have? Understand what thoughts might be holding you back. The best way to do this is to literally pull out a piece of paper, write down circumstance, thought, feeling, action, and result, and then complete a model, just like a math problem. Get curious. You have everything that it takes to build a fabulous yoga career, I promise. Sometimes the first step is just getting out of our own way. 
All right. Can't wait to talk to you guys in episode two. If you love this episode, let me know and I'll talk to you soon. Namaste. Thank you for listening to the Yoga Boss Podcast. It means the world to us. We would love if you would share, like, and review this podcast so it gets to more yoga teachers. If you're ready to connect even further, take this work to the next level, go ahead and reach me on Instagram. It's Jackie G, as in Grace, dot Skinner, S-K-I-N-N-E-R. I'll see you there.